Hey everybody, it's Nathaniel Avila reporting from Dallas County, and I'm here with, uh, I'm who am now. I here with? Hello. Are you getting a pizza hut? No. <laughs> he's ordered pizza, and they asked me if I was, ordered it from Pizza Hut, and I ordered it from Papa John's. Hmm. Do you, uh, what do you think? Do you have a preference? Um, I'm usually a Domino's kind of girl. Domino's? Yep, Yuck. Domino's. <laughs> you don't hear that one very often. I grew up with it. I oh, okay. can attest to the changing of stuff that they did from the past to okay. now. So Back, yeah. The taste has, has changed and improved over okay. time. Once they like rebrand, right, yeah. Yeah? And right, and right now they're giving away free items with any orders that happen. Well, you can't argue with that. I mean, it's free items. Sure. <laughs> that'll make anyone like you uh and so like us, us after they rebranded from uh domino's domino's pizza to just domino's yeah okay so yeah what are we talking about today um belize faces yes the belmez faces uh so yeah it is an alleged paranormal phenomenon that happened in a private house in spain uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So that's what the flag is I have back here. It is the Franco era Spain, but that, that does not mean I condone the actions of Franco. It's just the, it's just the flag that they had. This is just what the Span, Spanish flag was in 1971. Mm. So, ready to get started? Mm-hmm. All right. So, reports of appearances of Belmez... In Belmez began in August 23rd, 1971, when Maria Gomez Gamera claimed that the human face formed spontaneously on her concrete chicken floor. Maria's husband, Juan Pereira, and their son, Miguel, destroyed the image with a pickaxe and new concrete was laid down. However, the Pereira story goes, a new face formed on the floor. The mayor of Belmez was informed and forbade the destruction of the new face, and instead, the floor concrete was cut out and taken for study. So, hmm. that was the initial thing. What do you think about that? Well, that's kind of interesting. Oh my goodness, a face is on my floor. Destroy it, Lord! No. <laughs> so here's a photo of that, uh, of that, of that actual like face that was taken in 1992, and it was just called a uh, blurry image of a woman. Let me just show it to you guys. All right, and there it is. Man. I think that is slightly creepy. Yeah. I, I personally don't see it. It just looks like a stain on the floor. To be honest, I see it more through your image than the image I have up on my computer. <laughs> like, the dark spots are actually more hair, and you can see the color line of the, the shirt or the blouse that she's wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, maybe because it has something to do with the... It has something to do with the contrast and exposure of the image. It makes it more woman-like. Yeah. 
but yeah, from from what I see of I have on on my computer, kind of looks like a blur, and you can just see like the eyes and the nose and stuff. Your mm -hmm. image from my point of view, I can see it way clearer. Yeah. So is it a uh, woman confirmed? Well, it definitely looks like a woman or a male that has really long hair and has a very low line for clothing. Mm-hmm. All right. So that that was an image from uh, from the Belmez faces. So Maria's home was then advertised to the Toros as... Thank you. As the t by the, to the tourists as the House of the Faces. By Easter of 1972, hundreds of people were flocking to the house to see the faces. For the next 30 years, the Pereira family claimed that the faces continued to appear, both female and female, and of different shapes, sizes, and expressions. So now it's a tourist attraction. That's interesting. So the first one got destroyed. The second one, the government decided we will remove it for study mm -hmm. so we know exactly what it is. And then, hey, we've had this uh, thing happen. Ooh, we got to see the thing. Let's see the thing. Yay. Yeah. Do you think uh, their credibility kind of went down ever since they started make like advertising it for tourism? Only if they didn't have things to back it up with hmm all right well let's see what the scientists have to say you ready yeah i guess we can hear from them <laughs> so in an article published in july 1993 issue of the journal of the society of physical Re of site uh yeah physical research louis louise ruiz noguez noted that the presence of three Cashins used as pigments in the manufacture of paint must be mentioned zinc, lead, and chromium. Two of these, which is lead and chromium, lay the foundation for suspecting the use of paint in making the Belmez faces. Ruiz Noguez postulated that lead was used for several reasons. One, the lead was for many years the most commonly used pigment. Oh, I was saying lead. I meant to say lead. Lead was for it's English. <laughs> we, we understand it's a hard language. Yeah. So lead was for many years the most commonly used pigment in making the primary colors. Two, the percentage of chromium in the analysis was too low to be a, vi a viable option. Three, lead tends to use dark, difficult to see colorizations, something that does not happen in chromium. Four. The most common and cheapest primary colors are enamels that contain lead. These enamels were widely used in the home since they were easy to apply. So there it is. It, this guy, this Ruiz uh, Nuguez guy, believes that they that the family painted the faces. Well, it's a possibility. I mean, like I said, they destroyed the first one. The government took the second one. There's a possibility that a third one came and they're like, well, hell, let's see what happens. And maybe 
more faces appeared and they just said something, or it's a possibility that they painted it. I mean, lead paint is technically not allowed to be used anymore these days. Yeah, because isn't lead, like, really poisonous? Yeah, over time. Mm -hmm. So you're not opposed to the paint theory, the forgery hypothesis, as it's called. I mean, it's a possibility. All right, so let's see. Uh, yeah. Were you, yeah. you going to say something? No, 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 no. Okay. So the ICV analysis does not demonstrate the non-existence of paint. So on the other hand, Ruiz Nogues also points to several objections to the hypothesis of utilization of paint on the ICV samples. Achillic type uh, enamels do not withstand abrasion. Paint leaves a film that is easily differentiated from the subst uh, substratum and the uh, ac uh, alkadalic <laughs> chemical tolerance to acids, acalis, and uh, detergents is low. So Manuel Martin Serrano, a sociologist for the Computense University of Madrid, uh, I think it's pronounced Computense, uh, University of Madrid wrote a laborious study called Sociology of the Miracle. So the first book that a skeptic has written about this case exclusively. Throughout his book, Serrano interviews dozens of Belmez inhabitants, but he never mentions anyone by name. However, Serrano's st study is a contribution to explain the social dynamics of what he believes was a hoax perpetrated for financial gain. So, do you? What do you think about Serrano's idea here? I mean, if you can't beat them, join them and make your own. Using someone, I mean, if you're a wealthy family, hey, put out a little bit of money, have something painted, scrape it away, and just have an outline of the scrape. So you don't disagree with Serrano here. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. I mean, people need to make money somehow. Mm-hmm. So although Louis Houdin was vice president of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, he was rather skeptical. In Houdin's Quesas Encantadas, Poltergeist, he analyzes cases of supposed haunted houses in Spain, including the Belmez case. In 1971, a Department of Spanish Ministry of the Interior asked Hordan to, to head a commission that appointed diverse technicians specializes in concrete chemistry to carry out an exhaustive study of the strange occurrences in Belmez and present a report to such, uh, uh, on such to the authorities. In the report, Hordan deals with several possibilities of fraud, pigmentation with dark brownish substance, a mixture of soot and vinegar, and the aggressive action of chemical compound. So in an interview by two members of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, Hordan stated, with regard to the enigma of the technical procedure, it I solved it by discovering that it has a compound that could be found in any drugstore by asking for a German product to remove concrete stains. The mystery that the images were invisible and latent for some time is thereby solved. So there we go. This Hordon guy, he solved the case. 
Oh, yay! Science helped someone. Yeah, we proved that that it was paint. The day is sure. saved. You, you know, you still don't think it was paint? You think it was a ghost? I mean, it could be a ghost. It could be paint. Literally, it's just saying that someone painted in the house. It got on the floor. They tried to clean it up. It's stained. Let's get the stains out and made a face kind of in where to make a face out of a stain when if you're just removing the stain then it's from wherever the stain is and you can't just do that with the face mm, so it was like a thing that kind of just snowballed and it got really out of hand yeah no it's a possibility possible right. not i guess we'll never know Ah. So in Spain, other skeptical parapsychologists have also maintained the forgery hypothesis. Ramos Pereira, president of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology, stated that it was found that La Pava, the most and the first and most famous of the Belmez faces, had colorization and deduced it had been painted. So this is what he says. So through infrared photography, we found, we saw that this one had been added, had added pigmentation over the original appearance. Even, and even the paintbrush brussels could be perceived. Of course, after that, we had no doubts it had been painted. <laughs> so there it is. There you have it. Without a shadow of a doubt, it was painted. According to Ramos Pereira. Shadow of a doubt to them, it has been painted. <laughs> to them? Without a shadow of a doubt, to them. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see. La Pava had later, was later embedded in the wall of Maria's home for exhibition purposes. So, besides the ICVs, there are other chemical analysis on that Belmez faces uh, performed by J.J. Alonso a researcher of the Spanish Natural Resource Council. So the Alonso report was originally published for Sci Comunicación, the journal of the Spanish Society of Parapsychology. However, the results were ambiguous on the subject of how the images were formed. Also, Alonso refused to yield judgment on the thotographic claims. However, his analysis did confirm the presence of melochondric compound. <clears throat> So in general, artificial cent, uh, cement is made from limestone, clay, and gypsum, which are natural cements are obtained from rocks containing lime and clay. So the main components are lime and kaolintic clay. There are some cements such as the uh, aluminous derived from aluminous and lime materials that are black uh, in the presence of aluminum. The analysis, in the analysis of the Belmay's face, called the bald one, could indicate that the aluminum-type cement was being dealt with. However, in his report, Alonso does not indicate the percentage of said cation, nor, his, nor its structure. Resistance to compression, elasticity module, chemical resistance, and other characteristics necessary to differentiate a Portland cement from the aluminum cement. So... There's that. So that basically is it for the uh, 
forgery hypothesis. What do you think about that? Are you convinced that the Belmes faces was painted? Mm, no, it still doesn't convince me. It doesn't I mean, convince you? Is that, if the ones, if, the thing is, is, is this just the ones that they're looking at that they have said has shown up in their house? Or is this the government one piece that they took after the first one was destroyed? I think this, well, according to this, it looks like it was one of the faces that are in the house. So, to an extent, it could, the ones in the house, by all means, could probably be painted because, hey, we want to make money and they just randomly show up. Sure. But that still does not account the one that the government up and took at the time to do quote unquote research. Yeah. And on. the one, yeah. And the one that, uh, that appeared suddenly that they destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> that was forbidden to be destroyed and they took it out to go and do research. Yeah. So that's basically the missing link. For you is that that one that the uh the mayor took in 1971 yeah. okay so there's another I feel thing like, yeah i feel like the family did actually paint things or try to paint things like it uh-huh. and of course they found out that it was all you know just paint and paint remover from their life but that still, like I said, that doesn't account for them destroying and then the piece being taken away. Yeah. So let's go into another theory about these Belmese faces, which is known as the thoughtographic hypothesis. So the main researchers of the Belmese case were Hans Bender and Herman de Orgomosa. They collaborated in Belmez and Freiburg in early 19 in the early 1970s when the alleged phenomena began neither bender nor de amagosa or de orgomosa published an official report on them bender wrote very little about the case in his journal uh i can't read that it's in german it's a german journal uh, uh don't look at me no i'm not very good at german either <laughs> okay but or, uh, Orgormosa, a Spanish psychologist, a parapsychologist, spent two years evalu- uh, evaluating what he believed was a gothic mystery, but published nothing on the subject either. Bender did mention the case in passing and referred it to some of his lectures. His crucial statement referred to sealing areas in the floor where some faces were in progress with a transparent basic material. So in Belmez, this is a quote from the actual uh, report uh, that Bender did called um, in the Institute of the Border Areas of Psychology and Psychohygiene's newsletter. So in Belmez, slight changes of the face's configuration during the period in that phenomenon was so was under seal, attested by a notary, have attributed to ensure its paranormal origin. So there goes that. Hmm. Interesting. Yes. So the only believer who has published an entire book 
in the case of Jose, was the case on the case is Jose Martinez Romero. In his book, uh, it's Las Caras de Balmes. It's just called. It's just literally just called the Belmez Faces. Is a collection of anecdotes. So Martinez Romero is not worried about falsifying the paranormal hypothesis. So, which is an advantage of this and other cases alleged photographic appearances is that as the paranormal interpretation is falsifiable, it is not pseudoscientific hypothesis. But Arnold himself, who used the be the main defender of the case in Spain, believes that Martinez Romero discredited the phenomenon in his book. So, the most serious publication to date by a believer appears to be the first chapter of the book seen the seen and the unseen by andrew carr mckenzie now mckenzie did not speak spanish during and during his stay in belmez and lacked an interpreter only a taxi driver and martinez romero's son were able to assist him though very little so not a lot of going on here from the from the non-scientist side True. The only the, the biggest one was uh, oh he was a parapsychologist uh, was a New Zealand journalist and parapsychologist who could not speak the language that he was in. So yeah. So what do you think about the thoughtographic hypothesis? Do you think that should, would be good? What do you think? You think you think it's possible? Uh, it's a possibility. I mean. Some people can go and be pointed, just like they said, as tourist traps for people to come and say they saw the faces and do a little bit. They have some people that can say, yes, it is a paranormal phenomenon, other than the records of the scientists say, no, it's not. Then it still ends up being that he said, she said, is it real or is it next mm -hmm. from both sides? Right. So let's go into what the ICV has to say. So scientific studies carried out on a Belmez face were performed by the Institute of Ceramics and Glass. So with samples from two of the faces recovered by Father J.M. Palon's team in September 1990. <clears throat> the samples on the samples, which is one 30 milligrams and the other 60 milligrams, were subjected to various tests such as granulometric, uh, mineralogical, and chemical. According to uh, Karbalal, the result expro expressed in, is, uh, in extremely abridged form was that no traces of paint were found at any place. <gasps> oh. So they didn't find any paint. What do you think that means? Well, if there's no paint, but the scientists say there's paint, what? So is it real or is it not? There was paint? Was it painted over or was it just showing over because some woman haunts the place? You killed me! Die! Or I'm <laughs> bored, so I'll make pretty faces in this wall. What, have you ever thought about that? Like, what would you do if you were a ghost? I hope I wouldn't be a ghost. I would probably more so like to be a poster guy, if anything. At least a poster guy will make people know you exist. Ghosts, on the other hand, it's just wandering aimlessly, thinking that you're alive back in your time frame, and wondering 
Why does the structure look weird? I I have no idea, but I'm just not going to think about it and live my days as if it was back in 1854. Okay. And like, oh, why are these people in my house? Oh, well. So... Nah, they don't bother me. I'm just going to put my face on the stone because it's nice and cool. But look, they look frightened. I wonder what happened. Mm -hmm. Did they see my face in it? <laughs> oh, well. So the chemical analysis by the ICV seems to have just mostly zinc in it. Because the sample A had 96% zinc and sample B had 40% zinc. Uh, along with uh, some phosphorus uh, and lead, and that's about it. So the ICV, which is a respectable institution that belongs to the Na Spanish National Research Council, in 1992, Ballon published the above chart in the particular Spanish magazine, Mas Alia, which is the, the one with the zinc and everything. So... Luis, uh, Luis Ruiz uh, Noguez believes that the most likely explanation for the visual effects of the Belmez faces is Jordan's suggestion of the use of an oxidizing chemical agent. For example, nitric sulfuric uh, muriatic acidic acid and others could be used to attain such an effect. Another explanation might be the use of agents sensitive to light, which was not mentioned in either Jordan's or Barrera's uh, repertoire of, forge of the forgery hypothesis. Uh, silver nitrate, which, when subjected to ultraviolet sunlight, darkens. So, in general, there may have been at least three chemical sources uh, capable of producing an effect similar to that of the Belmez faces. One, products that affect the chemical structure of the cement, which includes some oxidizing agents and several acids. Uh, two, Products that leave the cement intact but change their chemical structure upon contact with external agents such as light or chemical uh, regents. And three, the utilization of a pigment in the vehicle or resin as discussed by Ruiz Noguez in his commentary on the ICV chart. So, do you agree with Ruiz Noguez that it is actually uh, Hordon's suggestion is most likely the correct one? Again, now we're doing another he said, she said thing. Mm -hmm. Is it? Is it not? Hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so that that's basically where we're at with these faces. So, uh, according to Ramos Pereira, hypothesis number three was the, was the case of the first wall face appearance of Belmez, the ghostly face known as La Pava. Presently, this old face is fa uh, fading in the dark, humid cement, as can be seen in the photographs of, the vo of a website. Skeptical investigator Joe Nickel has written that the Belmez faces were deliberately faked and the faces looked very amateurish in design. Hmm. <laughs> Why is he being so mean for no reason? Because... He thinks that, uh, I mean, if it was truly a ghost, it would have some other things to it than just this child's play. According to his uh, title, he's a professional skeptic. 
Of course. There's always one professional. <laughs> so you're just taking like this guy's uh like presence with a like his idea with a grain of salt. Yes, if yeah. you cannot explain it to him with science, it does not exist at all. <laughs> I have no idea why you people think that there's ghosts and things about. Yeah. But so uh Brian Dunning of Skeptoid has written that the faces were shown to have been painted on the concrete floor, first with paint and later with acid. And the woman living in the house found to be perpetrating a hoax on the public for financial gain. So that's what Denning does, and he's uh, he's a writer for Skeptoid. So that's cool. <laughs> so in 2014, investigative journalism TV show Cuarto Millennial, which means something. Uh, just give me a second. Sounds like he's a four or five million. If millennial is a million, cuarto is five. One second. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Oh, fourth millennium. That's what it's called. <clears throat> so let's do that again. <clears throat> In 2014, investigative journalism show, TV show, uh, The Fourth Millennium, presented by Iker Jimenez, carried on a technical analysis in order to discover the possible hoax. The research was realized by Jose Javier uh, Gracenia. Uh, Doctor in chemical engineering and general manager at Medco. Oh, he's a general manager. Excuse me. So, fancy. Huh? I said fancy. Mm-hmm. So, Anne Louise Alamancos, uh, forensic criminalist, uh, chairman of uh, Gabinet uh, Paracel, uh, Impaval and director of the Spanish Institute of Applied uh, Criminalistics, later awarded with the European Police Cross of Honor. So, after extracting samples of the faces under the house, uh, under the house under owner's permission, uh, Grasenea proceeded to an analyze them and concluded that the images weren't made with paint. <gasps> OMG. Mm hmm. So he's the second person to say that it wasn't paint. Yeah. So, and according to scientific knowledge and techniques employed in the analysis, there is no external manipulation or elements on the faces. Oh my gosh. Now I don't know who to believe. Ooh. Man, science has told me things are made of pain and acid and other things and things. And this person who's respective say, no, it's not. It's not made with any of that. It's not. <laughs> it was a g g g g ghost who did it. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Alamancos then attempted to reproduce similar images through a variety of methods considered valid in previous investigations, including, but not limited to, concrete solvents hydrochloric acid, and silver nitrate. He declared failure in his attempt to replicate the faces, concluding the words summarizing his appearance 
or absolute bewilderment. So this other guy, he couldn't recreate it. Hmm. Hmm, makes you think. So that kind of kind of puts a wrench on things, huh? Um, like all things. So Maria Gomez, the uh, the purported psychic that allegedly produced the appearances, died in February 2004 at the age of 25. I mean, not 25, 85. After her death, a popular psychic researcher, Pedros Amaros, tried to discover more photographic appearances in Gomez's house. A new wave of Belmez faces thus took place. However, Amaros's claim have been debunked in the Spanish media. On November 2004, the newspaper El Mundo published the article, New Belmez Faces Faked by Ghostbusters and Municipal Government. So in May 2007, journalist Javier Cavanillas and investigator Francisco Menez published a book called Las Caras de Belmez, which is also called The Belmez Faces. Which is which has the double meaning of the faces of Belmez and the scoundrels of Belmez, where they explained the history of the scam and pointed to Maria's son, Diego Pereira, as the author of the mysterious paintings. Thus ending the story of the Belmez faces. So what are we to do? So now this new person said uh, that it was actually her son diego pereira who who faked the faces well of course he's only one left alive to be put accountable for Mm -hmm. what do you think about the idea of like the like the the spanish municipal government trying to fake a new wave of belmez faces right after the original discoverer passed away to get more Possible people visiting their small little place. That doesn't sound very ethical. No, but when you're hurting for money and you need the tourist cycle, of course, anything will help. Mm-hmm. Even the crazy, crazy, paranoid, stupid people. Right. So, yeah, that's the Belmez faces. Uh, what do you think it is? What do you think it is based on everything that we heard today? To be honest, I'm probably more on the on the on the fence line. I don't. It could be. I still maintain that possibly the first and the second one were weird, real occurrences, but it just got out of hand after that. Mm-hmm. So where it was perpetrated by members of the family or the government themselves. So you think it was like a bit of both right here? That some of these yeah. were, were, were really like mysteriously made and the other ones were faked in order to get tourism coming in. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. Alright. Well, you heard it here first. It, the Belmez faces... Some some fake, some not, and we'll never know the truth, I guess. So, yep, that's the Belmez faces for you. All right, I've been Nathaniel Avila. And I'm Han Yu. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to a Vision Podcast, home of Wacky Talkies, The Kingdom, Evil Exists, and many more.